0: Now it's my privilege to introduce our guest speaker of this day, our pastor Samuel Oluto. Most of you are not, may not be knowing, but he is not only the member, and he is the council member of the church. And he came together parallel with um, Pastor Bo- 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 Busolo, and we were like a work in this church as a twin brothers. But unfortunately pastors left earlier. Pastor Bozolo stayed with us for a longer period and we had a privilege of hearing from them a series of messages in these days. And it was very pleasure to join with us. Yesterday we were blessed. Today, once again it is my privilege and honor to invite our pastor Samuel Oletov. Thank you. How many minutes?
1: How many minutes? Okay. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you very much for giving me the privilege to, to be your midst. I really want to thank God, uh, especially for giving me the privilege to fellowship with all of you, particularly a lot of my old friends, and um, it's been a great time in your midst, and we thank God for what God is doing, especially in Bread of Life, and we, we are really excited that God is using Bread of Life, you know, to support missions, and I pray that um, God will continue to pulled bread of life in the mighty name of Jesus. I also want to thank again, you know, uh, Pastor Abraham. Uh, This is a man of a man of God, a man of a mighty God. Thank God for what God is using him to do in bread of life. I think the Lord deserves a clap offering for him. Earlier on, I was worried when I didn't see Pastor Leslie, so I asked Pastor Abraham, where is he? So, uh, I want to recognize uh, uh, Pastor Leslie and uh, Pastor Lacon for being a great support. I think we should also, you know, give a Lord a clap of things for them. And the council members too, I mean, it's uh, a thing of joy. To come, to leave, you know, this is my, probably my uh, 15th year or so since I left and uh, back and to see the church standing. Uh, the council members, they are doing a great job. Like I told people yesterday night, you know, um, to lead a church is not easy. God has been very gracious to these men. To give you an example, you and your wife and your, your child or your children, you know how difficult it is to do. If you leave me with my children for one day, I will call for my wife to come immediately. <laughs> so these men and women that God is using, I think we need to clap our hands to the Lord Jesus. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I also want to thank the prayer, the prayer team. Uh, normally, I don't take any engagement in November. So when Pastor Shane called me and said he wants me to come to Oman, I laughed. I laughed. I can, I can tell you in many, many years, I've never taken November engagement because it's my time to stay with the Lord for a whole month. But as soon as he finished, he was very confident. And I continued my retreat. And God said, You need to call him back and accept it. So we thank God for the prayer team, for God to favor them more than myself. Amen. Hallelujah. And I also want to thank the church uh, on behalf of Capro. They asked me to thank you specially. I'm not a a CAPRO direct member, but I'm I'm one of the partners, and I'm also a friend of CAPRO. CAPRO, they are are into missions. I will leave it at that in some very difficult places. And Bread of Life has been a great support to CAPRO, and the Lord will continue to bless you. Uh, I will not finish this by not thanking my wife. She's not here. You know the English people say, behind any successful man is a powerful woman. So in order for me to be sure that I get my entrance back home, <laughs> I need to make sure she's, she's well recognized. Indeed, she's a, she's, she's a great gift from God to me. I cannot do all that I'm doing without her. And I bring you greetings from her and uh, the children, uh, I know some of you will ask me. Uh, you know, I can show you pictures if you come. Uh, the children are very big now. Uh, I named the, the, the two the, the two the two children we had in Oman, Sahid and Salim. You know, in my office, you know, I warned you yesterday. I'm a I'm a I'm a very tough man. So they challenged me, why should you name, we know you are a pastor, why should you name your child Saeed and Salim? And I gave them a lecture that they are not Muslim names, they are Arabic names. Wow. Hallelujah. <laughs> Habakkuk says that the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of God as the waters covers the sea. This place used to be a Christian nation before. The Lord shall visit it back in the mighty name of Jesus. So, hallelujah. Let us pray. I will ask us to rise to our feet. And I will take that great that great hymn that we, you know many of us we know it. Oh Lord, my God, when I in awesome wonder. Technical can help us to project it. Oh Lord, my God, when I in awesome wonder. O oh Lord, my God, when, when I see the grace. Heaven is your throne. The earth is your full stool. You are the king of kings. You are the lord of lords. You are our savior. You are the creator. You are the healer. You are the provider. You're our coming King. You are the resurrection and the life. You are the bread of life. We worship you. We worship you. Have your way, Lord. Take the stage, Lord. I'm just a vessel. Nothing more. Lord, when you are done, take all the glory. Let your people be blessed. Thank you, everlasting Father. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name, we have worshipped. God bless you. You can sit down. We thank God for what God did yesterday night and early this morning. The Lord that has begun this work will finish it. And we shall be blessed in the mighty name of Jesus. Please turn your Bibles with me to Genesis Genesis chapter 2, Genesis chapter 2, and we celebrate the men. the Lord will make you strong in the mighty name of Jesus. You know, it's not easy to be a man. I'm not going to go into the argument of our sisters, but it's not easy to be a man. The Lord will continue to uphold us in the mighty name of Jesus. Genesis chapter 2. I want to read verses 15 to 20. Genesis chapter 2 from verses 15 to 20. And the Lord God took the man and put him into the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof thou shalt surely die. And the Lord God said, It is not good that a man should be alone. And the Lord God said, it is not good that a man should be alone. I will make him and help meet for him. And out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air and brought them unto Adam to see what he will call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. And Adam gave every name to all cattle and to the fowl of the air and to every beast of the fields. But for Adam, there was not found and help meet for him. But for Adam, there was not found and help meet for him. Very briefly this morning. Or this afternoon, go into this message because there is a tendency for our sisters here to think, Oh, my husband needs to hear this. <laughs> if you're already thinking like that, you miss the point because you need to hear it. And number two, you are a sister to a brother. And you're a mother to a son. So you need to hear it. And please, when we get to certain places, it might be funny. You can laugh, but it's serious. Because the problem we have in the world, we're already seeing it in the church. We are seeing divorce, we are seeing separation and marriages right inside the church. Some pastors can even say they want to divorce and still be pastors. I say, which Bible are they reading? But the Lord will help us this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. I'm going to cover two points. What does it mean to be alone? And what's the solution? Or what are the causes and solutions to being alone? Believe me honestly, one of the provision of God where you experience heaven on earth is marriage. One of the provision that God made for us to experience heaven on earth is through a home that is under the guidance of God. Anything outside that is hell on earth. And that is why the enemy is fighting homes with everything. Everything. Time will fail me to talk about that, but the purpose this morning is to focus on the fact that it is not good for a man to be alone. Let me quickly stress that you can be in a stadium Whether it's cricket or football, in the midst of that crowd, you can still be alone. (laughs) You can be in church like this, and everybody is saying, Hallelujah, praise God, and we are singing. You can still be alone. So that you are in the midst of a crowd, or you have people around you, does not mean you are not alone. But what does it mean to be alone? Number one, it means you have no help. It means you have nobody to help you. You are struggling alone. No help. We all need help. (laughs) That Genesis chapter 2 verse 20 says, for Adam, twice he said it in that chapter, there was no help. God gave him a task. He named the animals tending the garden body. There was no help. If there's anyone here under my voice and you have been struggling alone, help will locate you. Oh, I know I'm in a normal, very organized church service. And I was happy about yesterday, night, and morning but it doesn't mean you... Sh- amen says, so shall it be. That's the meaning of amen. amen. So if there's anyone here you have been struggling, nobody to help you, maybe by circumstances of your location, your birth, help will locate you. Amen. You see... Career-wise, you need help. Because the Bible says the race is not for the sweet, neither the battle for the strong. But it's of the Lord that shows mercy. But God will use people to help you. You can have a situation when the two people, three people can have the same result, But only one of them will make it down the line because there's a help. Somebody will just take your hand and link you up. I decree this morning that anyone that is here under the sound of my voice, you are a man, you are a woman, you have been alone. You have been trodden alone. Help will locate you. If you are in trouble... (laughs) when things are going well you may not think about help but when you are in trouble that's when you know the value of a helper when you are in trouble I remember one day I was in the police station for one trouble time We fail me forget it I didn't commit any crime <laughs> so that you don't look a pastor in a police station but you know police and I'm a very troublesome person in a different way but I got there and a very innocent simple case starts to turn and if care is not taken I will be declared a criminal but suddenly where I was asked to write a statement across the, across, the, across the passage I don't know where this person came from he looked at me he said don't write what they ask you to write follow the same statement that you have been talking about and I wrote exactly that. And by the time I looked, the guy disappeared. I never, I've never seen the guy again till, I, till now. And that simple statement that he asked me to write prevented the police from turning the judgment. I stand upon this altar again. Help will locate you. Yeah. Not only will help locate you, on the day you need help, On time, he will locate you. Number two reasons. Number two. The second reason why a man or a woman will be alone is they lack companion. There's a difference between a help and a companion. A help can just come suddenly. (laughs) But a companion stays with you. The Bible says that a friend is... A a friend in need is a friend. Uh In fact, the Bible says that a friend sticks closer than a brother. Uh Some of you agree. That's a companion. During the bad time, during the dry time, during the good time, you need a companion. Who you will share your highs and your lows. Everything that about you, you need a companion. Ecclesiastes chapter 4. Ecclesiastes chapter 4 verses 8, 9, and 10. Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verses 8, 9, and 10 says that there is one that is alone. That doesn't have a second person. He say, Yea, neither a child nor a brother. He's just by himself. It's very frustrating to be alone. I was watching on the TV a few weeks ago. A man in UK confessed and said, after he has lived sixty something, seventy something years, and he was going to elders' home, and he was one of those people that is preaching alone. I don't have to marry. I don't have to. I live my life for myself. And he said, if I wish, I wish I can roll back the clock. All those selfish life that he was living, he will have invested it in living with somebody. <laughs> now he's alone. May it not be too late for you. Amen. I say, may it not be too late for you. Amen. You see that that woman that's your wife that you don't consider very well is going to be your nurse when you are eighty and ninety. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Huh? Okay. That man that you think is troublesome. <laughs> you better pray that God keeps him alive. It is that trouble that makes everything to to circulate. Yeah? So that everything gels very well, both the good time and the bad time. Because when you sleep alone, that place, Ezekiel chapter 4, he said you will be cold. That's what he says. He said you'll be what? Cold. Ah, cold. You may not know what it means, but God will grant us understanding. What does it mean for a man to be alone? When a man is not celebrated, whether you are a woman or a man, when you are not celebrated, you walk and walk and walk. No praise, no recognition, No thank you. No welcome. You are alone. You are alone. We that is how God created us. God created us to be appreciated. God created us to be appreciated. You just walk and walk and walk. Nothing. Yes, I know you get paid, but that's not the issue. You are not celebrated. Nobody to celebrate you, no birthdays, nothing. I know some people say, even the Bible says, teach me to number my days. Is that not so? Why? So that you are grateful to God. Is that not so? Why are you also doing it? You are celebrating. Hallelujah. Amen. You celebrate an anniversaries of wedding. So if you are here, you don't celebrate. God said he delights in the prosperity of who? Hello, it's in the Bible. He said he delights in what? Prosperity of his people. How do you prosper? By your days, your anniversary. Celebrate it. It's telling God, I am, fi- I am grateful. If you don't have anything to celebrate, it's boring. It is what? <laughs> Some people are looking at me. Take your wife to a dinner. Hello? In your anniversary. Buy a flower. Hello? Go to Rui, buy a, a nice jewelry, not outlandish. Appreciate her. Sisters, you don't like it? Hello? You don't like it? Thank God they are going to intercontinental, dress very well and go. It's not a sin to go. Hallelujah. If you don't do that, life will be boring. And before you know it, the enemy will come in. What does it mean to be alone? This is where I'm going. This is the serious one. When a man is experiencing famine or drought, the English people will call it drought. I call it drought. When you are in a desert place, they call it wilderness. When you are experiencing defeat, materially, financially, career-wise, emotionally, you are experiencing defeat. It's a very lonely place to be. You know, the English people say Failure is an orphan. I repeat, the English have a common saying. They say failure is an orphan. But success is owned by everybody. It's a very lonely place to be. Don't worry. If you have been experiencing defeat, today is your day in Jesus' name. In 1 Samuel chapter 30, 1 Samuel chapter 30, Verses 3 to 6. We all know that story. The story of Ziglag. When the enemy struck Ziglag, he took the wives, children of David, and the mighty men. These are mighty men. Took their wives away, burnt their houses. And the Bible says that these big, great men wept until there was no more energy in them. Defeat is a very bad thing. If there's any family represented here and you have been experiencing defeat, today is the end of that defeat in Jesus' name. I don't care in any form that it is. I stand upon the word of God. Anything that has been terrorizing any home represented here, today shall be the end in the mighty name of Jesus. Let me tell you. Okay. Just to a vehicle, a Dorsche 42145A and a Prado 522954. Go and repack immediately. The Bible is true. You know, Proverbs chapter 14 verse 20. Proverbs chapter 14 verse 20. And Proverbs chapter 19 verse 4. Proverbs chapter 19 verse 4. He said a poor man is hated even by his own neighbor. When your neighbor don't want to see you, you are alone. You are alone. The Bible says you are the salt of the earth, a city that cannot be hidden. You are the light of the earth. Your neighbors are supposed to come around you. But (laughs) <laughs> this place, they say, a poor man is hated by his neighbor. Poverty is not in the amount of money that you have. I've have seen rich people, very rich, but they are still poor in their head. where they don't always have enough, it doesn't have, no matter how many millions of rial they have, they still don't have enough. That's why they build houses and put fences around it, and they are alone. So it's, don't think about money. Thank God for the brother that led it. As I said, you will, not, you will have abundance of good works. And I pray, anyone here that has been experiencing defeat that is making your neighbors to run from you, today it shall end in Jesus' name. So I finished point number one. I could go on, but we have to go. We have to progress. Causes and solutions to loneliness. Loneliness is a very bad thing. It's like a plague. That's why men commit suicide. So if you are contemplating such, please, please come to the altar as soon as we start to pray. Number one cause or reason why people get lonely is because they are blind. Or I can help by saying they are ignorant. Ignorant of the help that is available for them. There may be help available for you. You remember the story of Hagar and Ishmael. When she was going and she was busy crying, crying. And God opened her eyes. The solution was right under her nose. There was a fountain of water there. But time will fail me to go. If you are blind... So your helper, you can go everywhere. If you are blind, you won't see the help. And you will be struggling where you are. But I pray that God will open your eyes in Jesus' name. To see your help in the mighty name of Jesus. Genesis 24, verse 67. Genesis chapter 24, verse 67. It's a good example. When Isaac... After the death of of Isaac's mother, he felt lonely. But God provided help in, in Sarah, I mean Rebecca. He did something very, very interesting. Isaac took Rebecca into her late mother's tent. And the Bible says Isaac was comforted. I'm speaking to the men here this morning. (laughs) Your wife is your number one help. Your wife is your number one helper. Many men, they progress so high, they don't take their wife along. I pray you don't fall down. If you fall, you fall to the level where your wife is. So if you are going up, you better take your wife along. Many men, please listen to me. <laughs> you are afraid your wife will spend all your money. <laughs> if, you, if God calls you home, who will spend it? It is better your wife spent it. Because you labored together than people that did not labor to come and spend the money. And sisters, don't go home and tell your husband and say, you have a husband. <laughs> you buy property and you put the property only in your name. If God decides to call you home, you've forgotten. He said, a wise man leave an inheritance for who? For who? Uh, so if God calls you home and your child is not adult already, Who is going to manage it? You are quiet now. Sisters, don't go home and tell your husband, that pastor said you should put my name in the property. (laughs) It's something I'm giving to you as a, a food for thought. If you don't bring off your wife to be financially prudent, you will get heart attack. if you don't work with your wife, he said two cannot work together except they must agree. Yes, you go to look for the bread but you need to agree with her to invest. The Lord will grant us understanding in Jesus' name. So I've pre- told you about it. Causes of it and the solution. Number two reason why there are, where we have loneliness is wrong choices. Wrong, wrong choices. There are so many. I can stay on this point, but time will fail me. In Genesis chapter 29, verse 20, Genesis, that chapter from from, from verse 20, Genesis 29, we know the story about three people, Rachel, Leah, and Jacob. Three people. And brother Jacob needed to make a choice between Rachel and Leah. And the Bible describes Rachel as being beautiful and well endowed that's what the Bible said. It says she's well-favored. It means she's well-endowed. Yeah? I leave it for your imagination. <laughs> but Leah, they say, is tender. She's tender and pale. She's not as beautiful. And I know if you ask any man, any man in this auditorium, without understanding this context of this, who would they choose? They will choose Rachel. Naturally. But if you read further, Rachel gave the biggest headache to Jacob. She lied. She stole her father's idol, lied about it, made Jacob to pronounce a curse on whosoever detainer should die. And she died. Hallelujah. She died. She didn't have children until very later, later. And you know the biggest part of it? The promises of God, the reason we are all seated here today, the reason we are seated here today because of our Lord Jesus Christ, our Master and Savior, came through Leah. (laughs) Judah was born by Leah and we call Jesus the Lion of the tribe of... uh, So why must a man struggle for 14 years to marry trouble? Excuse me. Why must a man choose trouble over Leah that was free of charge? He served seven years first for richer and got Leah. I refused. He said, no, no, I'll serve you seven more years. I said, who? Served 14 years. The question is, how many of such wrong choices have you made? I have good news for you. Because you are here this morning, I received this spe- specifically this morning. The first thing I received, God told me, he said, there, is, there is someone here, I don't know who the person is. You've made some very, very bad choices. God said I should tell you that he will correct the mistake and make it a masterpiece. (laughs) Please believe it. I don't know who that person is. I don't know who that person is. In Genesis 17, Genesis chapter 17, verse 20, Abraham and Sarah, they made a mistake and decided to have Ishmael. And Abraham was contending with God and said, please God, we know we made a mistake. We shouldn't have done this. So let Ishmael leave. Let this mistake be. Please just allow it. God said, I've had My covenant is between you and your wife. You say, but for Ishmael, see the mistake, what God said, for Ishmael, I baggages. <laughs> baggages. We have all form of baggages that we carry into our homes. I'm talking to men today. Some baggages that a man must be martial. Who says where? That you are shouting does not make you a man. That you are wearing trousers does not make you a man. If you go to some countries, there is a transgender and they wear all kinds of things. So you need to check the package to be sure. I will stop there. So that you are having a big voice or wearing trousers does not make you a man. What makes you a man? I know my brothers are not happy with this message. I know, forgive me. The, the church of God is the ground and pillar of truth. The past and the present, you know, family yoke. Some people are so, so tied to families. But the Bible says that for these reasons, a man shall leave his father and mother and shall cleave unto who? His wife. No wives. No wives. shall cleave failure to cleave you will be lonely it doesn't matter how many women you have so you must learn to let go and cleave the process of cleaving if you go to those places where they do alloy metals together they will heat the metal bring it together and hammer it. That's why you feel so unhappy during those cleaving period. It does not matter how long you are married. You can be married for 30 years if you don't allow the heat and the hammer. You will not cleave. Number four. I need to beg the brothers, please forgive me for this. You know, I have to say the truth. I have taken the, the vow to say the truth. Brothers, you, the reason some, many, many brothers are alone is crooked lifestyle. Crooked lifestyle. And I called another one terrorist lifestyle. I'll start with that. That one is very easy to fix. The moment they hear your voice downstairs or in the car park, all the children disappear to their bedroom. You are a terrorist. Ask your neighbor, are you a terrorist? If it's your wife, if your wife doesn't answer you, you know you are a terrorist. You know. The moment they hear you enter the house, there should be celebration. Amen. You know why? You are the king. Amen. When a king comes, there is what? Everybody, that is home. Oh, that's why it should be. They should jump on you. If they start to run to, the, to their bedroom and various places, you are a terrorist. And you must change. You are a king in your home. When a king comes, he's celebrated. When they hear your car through the driveway, they should start to run towards you. Your home is a heaven, not a terrorist camp. Crooked lifestyle. <laughs> I beg your please forgive me. Malachi chapter 2. Malachi chapter 2, verses 12 to 16. He said, some of us, we deal treacherously with the wife of our youth. You use all kinds of scheming. He said, he hates it. He said, because we have dealt treacherously with the wife of your youth. In fact, in 1 Peter chapter 3, First Peter chapter three, from towards the end, I go to. If you go to verse nine, he said, because he said you should deal with them with your wife according to knowledge. He didn't say they are weak. He said as to on, as to weaker vessels. You know, some of these women liberation people, they quote this, and I say no, they don't know the Bible. Say, deal unto them as unto weaker vessels. He didn't say they are weak. For something to be weaker, it means that something is strong or something is weak. So if there are two people, who is the... If they say, deal unto them as unto weaker. So someone is weak. And it can be the husband that is weak. that an also to get a weaker versus. Because they are the two people in these scriptures. Do you understand me? Uh-huh. Some brothers are not answering now. He said, deal unto them as unto weaker vessels, And with knowledge... And you know the danger of it? He said, so that your prayers may not be hindered. If God hinder your prayers, you are lonely. You are on your own. If God resists your prayers, I don't know what you are thinking. You come to church, you pray, you pray, you pray, and God said, no, I won't answer. Because you are dealing with your wife in a crooked way. If I were you, I would... I'll say, please, do you want five flowers one day? I'll provide it. Finally, lack of Christ-like love. Lack of Christ-like love. Unconditional love. Unconditional. (laughs) Nobody wants to answer that. Because this world is full of, they say, tit for tat. Is that also? But Christ-like love is <laughs> not tit for tat. He said, "As Christ loved the church, so I love." Complete it. Why are we? Quite? Is this not a church? He said, "As Christ loved the church, so ought." why are we quiet now? You say, so ought husband to love their wife. And how did Christ love the church? Unconditionally. For the Bible says that for when we were yes sinners, Christ died for us 2,000 years ago. He did every sin you have committed. He had already died overdrafts. So when your wife commits an offense, already you have an overdraft of forgiveness. (laughs) Some men are looking at me like this, including what happens in the bedroom. The church is the ground and pillar of truth. If you don't do that, you'll be lonely. And it is not good for a man to be alone. Let's rise on our feet. I want you to pray. I don't know which area is yours. But you can say, God creating me a heart of love a heart to love creating me a heart to love like you loved creating me a heart to love help me to love help me to love if there's any baggage that i'm carrying remove it this morning if there's any baggage that i'm carrying remove it this morning help me oh lord Help me help me to love. To love unconditionally. To love sacrificially. Unconditionally. It's a choice you have to make. Is there anyone here? You know you are lonely. Because you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ at all. Time is, is not on our side. I want you to just come towards me. I want to pray with you. You are lonely. You don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Please come now. Come now. Come now. Run towards me now. I want to pray. You don't know Him as your Lord and Savior. Time is not on our side. Please come quickly. While others are praying about this love, you cannot pray about love if you don't know the love himself. He said, for God is love. You need to know God first to be able to love. So if there's anyone, anyone here, anyone, anyone here, you want to experience God's love and you don't know the Lord Jesus, anyone, anyone in Jesus mighty name we pray Amen. I want to pray for homes particularly that are experiencing drought, they are experiencing challenge you know failure like I said it's an orphan but Jesus is here today that can turn things around. Can I see any of such hands up? We don't have time. Just raise it up. Just raise it up wherever you are. Just raise it up. Any area of defeat in any home. Father Lord, these hands are raised up to you in surrender to you. Father, in this home, Father, start to intervene in the mighty name of Jesus. I can't hear your amen. Amen. These homes raising their hands in surrender towards you. Anything, any area where there are challenges and defeats, where the enemy is laughing. Turn it around in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. You are the creator and author of homes. You said you set the solitary in homes. Ah, Father, Lord, these homes are created by you. Show up in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed.
0: That was a very poor clap offering. You've got to bring the roof down. Amen. Brothers, sisters, that was a short message, but you've got to take it serious. This is about your home and my home. And if we are not concerned about our homes, who would be? God is telling us something. God is telling us something very clearly. We need to take care of our homes. Men, we need to be men We need to be the kind of men God wants us to be Women, you need to be the kind of women God meant you to be Men don't take over the roles of women And women don't take over the roles of men But we got to build our homes if you are concerned about your homes, being in an attitude of prayer. Talk to God right now. Are you married and yet alone in your home? Living under the same roof, but have no clue about the other person. Talk to God. You can't be alone in your home. What changes do you and I need to make in our thinking. Talk to God. Forget our biases, forget our cultures, forget the worldview, forget different other views. What does the word of God say? What does God want you to be? Talk to God right now. What changes do you and I need to make in our thinking? What do we need to do to establish our homes? Talk to God. God has been telling us very clearly, simply, that we need to establish our homes. We need to build our homes. Don't let the devil come in there. Fathers, are you cherished in your home today? Are you loved in your home today? Or are you just tolerated? It might be many years since you got married. It might be a few years since you got married. Whatever it is, turn to Deuteronomy chapter 24. Verse 5. When a man has taken a new wife he shall not go out to war or be charged with any business. He shall be free at home one year and bring happiness to his wife whom he has taken. Today declare that you will bring happiness to your wife. Today declare that the things of the world are not going to take your time but your time at home. Shall we just thank the Lord? As we come to the end of 2017, let's make some decisions for our homes. So often we take decisions for our career. So often we take decisions for every other thing, but let's take our concrete decisions for our home. Am I the man I should be? Am I the woman I should be? God has been talking to us. It's about your home and my home. Father, we thank you, Lord. Father, the home was what you established, Lord Father. And Father God, we want to have a home that is exactly the way you created it, Lord Father. Father God, we do not want to take the world model, Lord Father. But we want to take your model, Lord Father. Father God, thank you, Lord, for speaking to us today, Lord. For reminding us men that we have a role to play. We have an important role to play. And we have responsibilities that go with that role. Thank you, Father, for talking to our sisters, Lord Father. So that they will be helped meet to their husbands, Lord Father. Father God, so that as both cleave together, Lord Father, leaving every other thing, as husband and wife cleave together, Lord, that godly home will be established, Lord Father. And as that godly home is established, Father God, I pray, Lord, that the children will be godly children, Lord. Father God, every home of every member in this church, Lord, we ask this day, Lord Father, that it shall truly be a home where your name is glorified, Lord Father. Your instructions are followed, Lord Father. And your voice is premier in that home, Lord Father. Father, we thank you, Lord, for our dear pastor who you have brought across the miles to share this word across to us, Lord. Father, we pray, Lord, that more of your anointing will be poured out upon him, that he will continue to seek the truth from the word and bring it out to your people, Lord Father. Thank you for this family, Lord, Father. I pray, Lord, that as you bless him and his family, Lord, you will pass on that blessings to others also, Lord, Father. Amen. Father, we thank you for this time. And we pray, Lord, that as we go out from here, we will not forget your word. Amen. We will remember and we will do what we need to do, Lord. Amen. We thank you. We give glory to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Church, let's move out. Let's, we have some time, so let's continue to fellowship with each other. Try to meet somebody you haven't met before.